So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. How are you doing this evening? I personally am doing fantastic because I have a fellow geek, or as he would like to say, dork, on the show with me here tonight. He is amazing. Jake Talapic is going to be joining us here in just a moment. I cannot wait to share his wisdom, his genius with you. And above all, I love what he does for a living because it's right down the alley of one of my favorite topics ever. And so he'll be coming on in just a moment. The Mind Body Business Show is a show that I had developed with you in mind, with the entrepreneur, the budding business person, the person looking to get that next step farther in their business, no matter where you are today. You could be just starting out. You could be well on your way to incredible success. You could have exceeding success already. You are guaranteed to learn something on every show here on the Mind Body Business Show that can and will help you. I know this for a fact because I am the host and I interview every single one of these individuals. And my gosh, the amount of value we get from this, I literally should charge for this show. I, and I kid you not, uh, like going to a seminar. Uh, you've probably been to some of those yourselves. And so I can't wait to bring him on. To, uh, to bring on Jake, our, our great guest that's coming on here in just a moment. And what the show is comprised of is what I call the three pillars of success. And they are the very namesake of this show, mind being mindset. And how this came about was for a course of about a decade, I studied only successful people. And I tried to find out what is it that perhaps made them more successful than either yours truly or someone else I knew. Just what is it they, they knew that we didn't? And three things kept bubbling up to the top uh, through my course. I'm talking about mentors of mine that I worked with side by side, that I've spoken on their stages, trained their people, learned from them, uh, from books by authors that either I have met or never have met and never will meet because some have passed away. And others from just online courses and getting involved with other individuals who have had success. And three things bubbled up. One was mind, and that stands for mindset. To a person, each of these very highly successful individuals had a very positive, powerful, and most importantly, a very flexible mindset. Body. Body represents the fact that these individuals literally took, look, they took care of themselves physically and nutritionally. Very simple. And then business. Business is so multifaceted. I love the topic of business, but these individuals had mastered the skill sets that are necessary for you to build a successful business. Not only to build it, but then continue to grow it and scale it and serve more people. What kind of skill sets you might ask? Skill sets like uh, sales, marketing, systematizing, leadership, team building. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. There are many. The good news is you don't have to master every single one of those yourself. If you were to master just one of them, in fact, uh, and yes, it was one of the ones I just mentioned, then you can leverage the rest. 
and have others fill, fill those slots. That one skill set, if, you, if you're curious about it, go ahead and put it in the comments. Let me know. I'm going to wait until I see somebody say, I'm kidding. That one skill set is the skill set of leadership. Even if you don't have a team and you're a solopreneur, start treating your business and leading yourself as if you are one of your own employees or VAs and develop a culture, a winning culture for your business. Now, there are many books written on the topic. That's how I learned. And we're not going to cover all those here tonight. But there is a resource that I will be sharing with you in just a moment uh, where you can get the same books that I have read that help me to catapult my business and my personal life in such a great way. And that's the perfect time for a perfect segue. And another great uh, feature or aspect of these incredibly successful individuals was that to a person, they were also very avid readers of books. Yeah, I just talked about it myself. And so with that, I want to segue very briefly into a segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, there you see ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And that is a website that I literally had developed again with you in mind. I know it's like sound a little cheesy by now, but I'm absolutely telling the truth. Uh, the thing is, is I personally did not read voraciously until or start reading voraciously until about the age of 47. I am almost 59 by now, so about 12 years ago. And so it has had an incredibly profound impact on my life, both business, you know, professionally and both also personally. And so it has been a godsend for me reading not just any books, but the right books, as you can see. Well, you can see now on the screen. And one quick aside, for those of you watching, even for those of you listening on podcasts right now, you are going to be given various resources, websites, books, things of that nature, and you're going to be tempted. You're going to be tempted to go clicking away and checking them out while the show is running, while you're listening. I would implore upon you to resist that temptation. Why do I say that? I say that because I've spoken from stage many times on my mentor stage, on my own stage. And as a speaker, I know what I'm getting to the good part. And I remember in the very beginning days, I would be up on the stage getting to that good part. And I would notice someone get up out of their chair and walk out of the room, staring at their phone. They got that all important text or they're just walking out because they have to go to the restroom, whatever the case may be. But I'm thinking, oh, no, they're going to miss the best part of this entire segment. And I don't want that to happen to you. And so the whole point of this is to keep your focus on Jake. He is the key to this show being a success. He is a key to your success. Treat it as such. And I'm not kidding here. So please, instead of succumbing to that temptation to go click away, get out a piece of paper and write down the resources you see. And then when the show is over, then at that time, feel free to go and check out those resources because you'll be wanting to take notes throughout the show anyway, especially after Jake Talapic comes on. Okay. All right. Off my soapbox, reach a peak library real quick is a resource that I had developed with you in mind, because like I said, I didn't start reading myself till the late age of 47. And I started compiling a list of books that had a profound impact on my personal and more importantly, well, I should say more importantly, as importantly, my business life as well. And I started adding them to this website. My team would add them. These are here 
solely for you to have a one-stop place to look for a book that can help you in your business and a lot of times in your personal life and just know that they're at least vetted by one other successful individual that will help you to optimize the time you have in reading a book and knowing that it's probably not going to be a dud. I can't guarantee it's going to have the same result that it, it, you know, for you as it did for me. You can see a lot of Grant Cardone all in one place. They're not here in any order specifically. They're kind of in there in the order I read them. And, uh, and by the way, if you want to get these at any other place, that's fine. Find the book you want. Go to wherever your favorite place is to buy books, whether it be Amazon, which actually is where these buttons go, um, or if you want to go to a physical bookstore, wherever you want to go. The, the purpose of this is not to sell anything and make a profit on it. The purpose of this is to give you a resource that definitely can help you because it has supremely helped me. All right. Speaking of helping people, I have an amazing, wonderful guest that all of you I know want to meet, and we're going to bring him on. I'm thinking, well, right about now. How's that sound? All right. Let's bring him on. Here we go. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. Yes, and there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, <laughs> the only, Jake the Wizard Telepic. I, I really appreciate that intro. There's a lot of words that no one's ever used to describe me before. Until now. <laughs> Until now. Every one of them true as well. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me so much. I'm, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to see what happens in the next hour or so. Oh, yeah, me too. And Oh, I've got to give a shout-out to a gentleman that just came on, Robert Silverman. Oh, my gosh. This guy is amazing. If any of you need a real estate agent, uh, he's licensed in California. In fact, if you're licensed elsewhere, Robert, please drop it in the comments. I'll put that up as well. One of the greatest, uh, he's in your corner, he's got your back. He will He will go to the mat for you and he has done that for my wife and I. So mad appreciation for Robert Silverman. Thank you so much for coming on and watching and thank you for being and becoming such a great friend. We had a good talk just right before the show started. We were both laughing our butts off. So that's excellent, on, Robert. And you know what, Jake, you're, you have the same vibe, man. You're, you're that same guy, you love helping people. Uh, you'll go to the mat for them. I got that out of you just in the short time we had to talk before. Uh, mm -hmm, absolutely and learn about a person in just a short amount of time it's like <laughs> it's awesome and uh the greatest thing the one thing i wanted to do is uh first i want to introduce you formally and you know the way you deserve and then we're gonna dive in is that cool absolutely all right jake Talapic is the founder of full velocity marketing community and this is pretty cool we're gonna talk about this a little bit more as the show goes on and he's the head marketing strategist uh, at Wizard Marketing. What a cool name. Wizard Marketing is helping businesses overcome stale, outdated marketing strategies by infusing an omni-channel approach with agile marketing mentalities. All right, the dude's a brainiac. You can tell by the way he reads. <laughs> I love it. Through full-velocity marketing community, he, he hopes to create a space, he already has, where in entrepreneurs and small business owners can find valuable marketing advice and guidance Here's the best part without jumping through pricey hoops. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. We had a great little chat right before we opened the show. Uh, Jake and I did. And I thought, man, I love this concept. It, it's such a needed thing in the industry right now where people can go and get the help they need in an open type forum with people who can help them and not have to take out a new mortgage to do so. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. The information is um, there's almost too much now, so it's nice to have a place where it's kind of concentrated. Yeah, and the other thing I found, you know, I've, I've done courses, I've been through many courses, but you know, if you build a course, not everybody can make it through and actually successfully complete it and then come up with a successful product. And there are many reasons why it's, there's so many questions along the way, but there's nobody there to guide them on the individual steps when those questions arise. That's a perfect place for a community atmosphere. Absolutely. It just expands that knowledge pool and the experience that maybe, you know, you don't have. Um, when it comes to learning, the easiest way to learn is from someone else's mistake, right? Well, I guess the easiest is your own, but second best is someone else's mistake. And that's what a community does well, is they help you kind of learn that without the pain. Yeah, I'd say the deepest way to learn is from your own mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> you won't forget it, that's for oh, sure. They hurt. <laughs> and is it okay, in your opinion, Jake, to make mistakes as an entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. I make them constantly. <laughs> not, not on my clients' accounts, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned. I've, I've heard it so many times. I've read it. You know, the the key is to make mistakes and make them fast. So mm -hmm. the fail and fail them, fast. Yeah, the more you know what not to do in the future, the faster you will achieve that success. And it's counterintuitive to everyone who wants to, like I was, who wanted to be perfect out of the shoot and perfect throughout the entire journey. And that's just, that's a recipe for failure, in my humble opinion. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, if you want to have that conversation, I can get my wife in here. <laughs> Was, is that an I told you so moment right there? Oh, absolutely not. I love her to death. Um, I, I have no fear of failure. So I, I would rather learn. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That is it. I mean, you can either be right or you can be successful, right? You know, in a marriage, you need to be right or you can be happy but and, and successful as well. Absolutely. I mean, while I've been growing my business, um, I've been investigating, you know, previous successful people, much like the kind of people that you have on, on this show. And there seems to be a fairly deep common thread of a, a massive business pain at some point, yeah. pushing them beyond and going further than they ever would have if they didn't have their back up against the wall, you know? Yeah, it's like the whole hero's journey, zero to hero, and similar stories where, you know, thank God I've never been homeless and had, had it got that crazy. But there are those those moments during the journey that just smack the holy poo out of you. And you, you just question, like, God, should I be doing this anymore? Mm -hmm. uh, so many times. You know, I haven't, there's not a single person I have ever interviewed that has not had at least one of those, but usually several of those moments. <laughs> and I'm a card carrying member of that for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We can all join the club. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the beauty and blessing of having an entrepreneur in your corner, whether you are one or not, I'm talking to the audience, because we are the ones that are willing to take those risks and go through the pain, the headache. It takes an incredible resilience. It takes incredible discipline. It takes thick skin. It takes getting rid of one's ego, the hardest part for men especially. It takes a lot, uh, and it's not for everybody, and it, it doesn't need to be. But at least, thank God, we have enough entrepreneurs to help build businesses that help employ people that bring, you know, um, not riches, but it brings enough money and sustainment to people who need it. Uh, and, yeah, sometimes they, they can get rich if they climb the ladder. But, you know, it's a beautiful thing because not everybody's wired to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, I, I can understand why. 
fully. <laughs> it, it, it is a unique person because you have to be somewhat equal parts creative and analytical. It's it's a bizarre mixture of human for sure. Yeah, and you have to be okay with being wrong a lot. <laughs> That's the hardest part. It, it, <laughs> it was the hardest part for me. And I learned at a deep level. This was the best, one of the best learning experience I ever had. And that was when I was just starting to speak from stage at my mentor's uh, events. I became his lead trainer over time. But in the growing process, he had this phenomenal team member, an incredible speaker in his own right, who would sit in the back and take notes and give me feedback. Mm-hmm. And so I could see him in the back and he would uh, he'll be writing his notes. And after I get off stage, I, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I did pretty good. All right. And then walk down, we do our little meeting afterward. And it was like, all right, you did a good job here. Now let's do, let's go to your uh, stretches and what you mm-hmm. work on. I'm like, ouch, 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 ouch. He just kept coming at me. And the first time I'm like, dang, that wasn't fun. The next time I went on stage though, I had integrated everything he said. I came down and he goes, you improved like 10 times just in that <laughs> one because you didn't just listen, you integrated, you let your ego out of the way. I got to the point, Jake, where I wanted the feedback. I wanted him to tell me the ouch, ouch, ouch times because they didn't hurt anymore because I knew what the result was going to be. It was going to be even further exponential growth. And I became addicted to it. So I'm, I'm like, you know what? He goes out, just bring it. Tell me what I need to do. Absolutely. Uh, when you realize that the, the most you're going to grow is when people tell you the truth, the painful truth, um, you start to almost not want compliments. You're like, no, 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 no. That's what was bad. Tell me, like, <laughs> how how do we make this better next time? <laughs> yeah, I don't want this sugarcoating crap. Give me the nasty sour <laughs> stuff. Let's go. I want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely, same exact thing. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Uh, and and so you hail out of Arizona. Arizona. I just moved to Florida. Gosh, my voice is leaving me. And, uh, <laughs> I love. I've been to Arizona several times. Scottsdale, Mesa, Phoenix and areas it's a beautiful beautiful area i love the desert out there uh, i came from the desert california but you're in a good place and uh, I, there's a pocket i noticed uh, because i would travel there quite a bit there are a lot of entrepreneurs in that area that you're calling home absolutely i would hazard to say that the phoenix valley is silicon valley 2.0 there's a lot of brain children here kind of opening the doors and starting some new stuff. So it's an exciting area to be in. Yeah, and there were always events to go to. Oh, my gosh. I had a good buddy that used to live out there, Jason Nast. Um, uh, Jeff Fagan still lives out there. He was the former COO of T. Harvecker's Peak Potentials uh, series from way back when. The book's been written. Just a great um, area to go and a great reason to go is because you know, there's a bunch of entrepreneurs. You feel like you're in your, your family again. It's like, <laughs> I love it. And every time I go there, if I didn't see somebody, you know, that was entrepreneurial, I felt like slighted. Go, <laughs> you can smell each there. other for sure. Yeah. So if you ever come out Florida, wait, please look us up, uh, give a shout. We got to get together for a coffee or adult beverage, whatever you want. And let's oh, absolutely. I'm down for any of those. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So as an entrepreneur, you've been through, so you've also done like corporate work, you were a head of IT for a department we won't talk about. But, but <laughs> yeah, was- yeah, I didn't start in marketing. Um, I, I was a military boy when I first started out. 
and uh, came out, and I actually was in uh, cellular construction. I built cell towers for several years. Wow. So, um, didn't love it, but paid the bills, um, and uh, ended up getting a new job at a marketing firm. Nothing to do with the marketing part of the business. I was really just a project manager at that time, and um, realized realized I, I love it. It's a combination of math and creativity and psychology and sociology and economics. And I, I'm a I'm a puzzle piece connector guy. I love drawing lines between things. When people are like those don't connect, I go, oh yeah, they do. <laughs> You're a problem solver. Absolutely, I'm a problem solver. So um, while I was at that company, I slowly stopped sending things to the creative team <laughs> i'd intercept them they'd say oh can we can someone do this marketing thing and i would just be like i'm gonna do this real quick and send it back and they never knew the difference and after a while i had to go to my boss and say hey just so you know um i haven't sent any work to this person these creative people for like a month <laughs> can i have their job <laughs> and uh rest is history so he gave you oh so you're still in that job then oh no oh sorry no i uh i was kidding <laughs> no i i uh i realized later on down the road that uh i um some people might define it as an issue with authority i just uh like to tell myself what to do on a daily basis so uh ended up starting my own company uh sold my first one realized that i didn't actually want to sell my first one so i started wizard marketing <laughs> oh that's awesome how long how long have you been doing wizard marketing about 5 years about 5 oh. years now um so uh, that's that's been a fantastic journey it's been non-linear in the truest sense of the word uh you know covid definitely made some major detours uh for my business and then uh, when i moved to phoenix that i uh, made some major detours as well but um you know it's it's been a good ride and the last uh the last year has been fantastic oh that's great to hear and i say that uh with all sincerity you know i love i can tell you have a servant's heart that you want to help people and that's how that's what how you're wired most i don't know if there's an entrepreneur i've interviewed on the show that is not wired that way that's what i love about this family that's why it feels like family we all have a common goal and i don't i haven't yet met one that was just all about money you know, I got it. It is important to make money. There's no doubt about it. But no doubt that your focus is like, ick. and nobody I've had on my show that I'm aware of is that way. And you are the same uh, and no, no different in that regard. And I love that about you because uh, I, I wish upon you the greatest riches possible so that <laughs> you can take those riches and scale and serve more people and help more people become successful. Uh, so it's a wonderful you know, almost perpetual machine. Like, let's get Jake moving so Jake can get <laughs> us moving, right? And that's always been my goal too. You know, as companies grow, all too commonly, they start to price out the people that they built their business on. Oh man! And uh, I feel like this is an icky topic for most entrepreneurs because it's like, well, we're more important now. Let's charge more money. And I have fought tooth and nail to scale my business sideways in order to uh, maintain a level of uh, approachability. So that's that. definitely something that uh, has always been a focus for me and it um, will remain a focus for as long as I can uh, keep it that way. <laughs> so 
So you just said something so unbelievably profound. I, 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 you must, you must be a mind reader because <laughs> I kid you not earlier today, I had that very thought about a company I am engaged in and involved with. They got bigger, they got badder and they upped their rates significantly. You know, and I was, uh, for a good while, I was their number one, um, what do you call it, a referrer. Number, they told me I was their number one. I was like, wow, you guys, you can't be doing that good then. <laughs> to find it, right? But uh, it wasn't something that everybody uh, will jump onto when you refer somebody. So it, it made sense. But then they just jacked the price way up. And my next bill came in, and it was higher than the previous one. I said, what's going on with this? Oh, sorry. We'll, we'll grandfather you in because you're our top promoter. I'm like, but everyone else is paying this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be hard, way harder for me to help promote it now. I'm serious. I literally had these deep thoughts today. So Jake was listening in with his tuning yeah. somewhere. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not the cheapest person on the block when it comes to marketing, but I'm also not out of reach. I want to work with people who value marketing who actually understand that it, it brings a massive element to the table beyond lead generation. It's it's truly about pumping the blood of your business out into the world. I love it. And I love the, the, the term omni-channel in the bio. Absolutely. You know, and I, I used to have this term called carpet bomb marketing. I think you'll love that. You understand what carpet bombing is, yeah. And Understood. The tagline was saturate the marketplace with your message. In fact, mm -hmm. I, I accidentally hit the graphic where the plane was flying over as the show started. Uh, I used to run this little thing and a sound would go off, the bombs would drop, and um, dropping bombs of value, bombs of wisdom, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I just say hit everything you can with all you've got. It's right there. It's so easy these days. You have so many resources, and many of them are free. If they're there, if you want to. Like right now, we're streaming on eight, nine, ten platforms simultaneously. Wow. <laughs> Two of them are yours. And they're available. So use them. Absolutely. You know, channel, omni-channel, like you're talking, Jake, that you can. After the show's over, we re it's repurposed. 35 podcast platforms get the audio. 35. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I and I think to speak to the heart of one of the things I want to talk about today is that a lot of companies want to separate out each marketing channel as its own project. We're going to do SEO, and it's going to live over here in this bucket. We're going to do paid ads. It's going to live in this bucket. We're going to do social media. It's going to live over in this bucket. But the reality is, is that your, your brand experience is omni-channel, whether you want it to be or not. So and so... By instead focusing on your messaging, on, on the message, the heart of your brand, and then just letting that message flow into every channel in its most organic way possible, you're going to create a lot more cohesion across your message. People are going to see it. And as you know, as a fan of marketing, repetition, repetition, repetition that's how you get people to remember things so if you're you know telling one message over here on on seo on your website but your social media is doing something different there's no cohesion we're not developing the ability to remember for people so instead we need to step back and think messaging first channel second 
I think that's a really hard thing for a lot of people because it's so easy to just look at this is Instagram. I'm going to live right there on Instagram or, or direct mail or whatever channel it might be. And so um, that's what our agency focuses on as a, a core philosophy, if you will, is that messaging brand first and then channels second. Yeah, it's so funny how many times I've gone, I see a person on LinkedIn, their profile pic is all professional wearing a suit. Their Facebook pic is them sitting at a restaurant eating food, and then their Instagram profile is wearing a duck costume or something. <laughs> you know, the consistency is never there. I'm like, is that the same person? Am I, I'm trying to follow that person on every, and I can't even tell, I can't even follow them. I'm like, oh, so yeah, consistency and branding, like colors, I, I'm sure you go through all this. and. Mm, absolutely graphics and themes and the the painful part is when you change which i did <laughs> not long ago uh completely i was in sort of i was a certified personal instructor or fitness and i did everything online and that was before covid so i was before my time it failed because it was online and i proved that by hiring three different facebook ad agencies that all told me the same thing they said they want brick and mortar they want brick and mortar it's like that's my whole reason for doing this is not to have to go to a gym and uh, well then then COVID yeah. hit, of course and those just came crazy out of the woodwork i was done with it by then and i'm okay with it but man the branding you had to change across all the platforms it was painful but it's very important well and you brought up a great point i think that our experience with, with the multiple different industries that we market in we're seeing one kind of core trend and that core trend is a departure from what I would call advertising. Okay. Advertising being more of that traditional feature focused price focused marketing. That's not working as much anymore. You can really see this evident in like Gen Z, um, but it's definitely infiltrating its way up all the way through millennials and Gen Xers um, where the price isn't what it's about anymore. The features isn't even what it's about. It's about the lifestyle, the the message. What do you stand for as a brand? How do you speak publicly as a, a brand or a product? Do I love the aesthetics of that thing? Um, do I vibe? with it, right? We, we've actually used that term internally. Does this marketing vibe? Um, because that's really what it comes down to. And, and I'm definitely seeing this massive trend where marketing is becoming more about the vibe than the price or the features. And the one of the best ways to reinforce your vibe is with that omni-channel messaging strategy where you have one message, multiple channels. So uh, it, it's really cool that, that you kind of picked on up on that early on. I'm sorry that it hurt the business, but that return to community is one of those elements of lifestyle, right? The the community aspect of a local place. Yeah. There There's value in that from a marketing perspective that maybe people aren't tapping into. Yeah, and you're hitting on a great point too, is, is that what used to work say 10, 15, 20 years ago in the marketing realms doesn't necessarily work today. And what's working right now, 10, 20 years out in the future, it probably won't be working then. But <laughs> the, the important part is what is working now and to find out who is implementing that, what are the trends like you've been pointing out. And one way to find out is to get connected with Jake Telepic. that's it. 
I don't know many that do this omni-channel approach and hit everything with, you know, different aim of the dart and hit another platform, another strategy, another approach, but all with a unified message and brand. And uh, that just sounds just like obvious, right? But yeah. people, number one, how many people have the time to do that? I know nobody personally. Uh, that's why they would want to come to somebody like you because you have an entire team. You can put all this stuff together for them, have those calls, those talks. Does this look good? All that, you know, refine it, make sure it matches their values, all that good stuff. And then they have this omnipotent uh, marketing machine. Ooh, ooh, I like this. And uh, <laughs> having some fun. But yeah, um, this is a good time, I think. Um, a little early in the show, but I think this is a really good time. I go with the flow. Uh, I would love to be able to unveil, or I should say I'd love for you to unveil your company, what <laughs> you do, uh, what is the service you provide, who is your target market? There's three parts to this, and I'll, I'll remind you if you get stuck. Cause <laughs> and the third part is uh, if you have a success story or two you'd like to talk about with a client that sticks out. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I'm, I know I would love to hear about it. I'm sure everyone here watching and listening would as well. So if you don't mind, I'll pull up your website and just let you kind of describe those three main areas, and uh, I'll let you take it away. Is that cool? Absolutely. I'd love to. Um, so... As you said earlier, I, I do run Wizard Marketing. That's my company. I'm the lead strategist over here. And um, what we really focus on is providing the opportunities that your business deserves in your local marketplace. So uh, we leverage a slew of different strategies. And we're not just a digital agency. We focus on everything from direct mail to apparel to whatever you can think of, a billboard, if that's gonna make the difference for your business, that's our holistic approach. That's our omni-channel approach, right? Um, and we have price points for every size business from day one, I have an idea, all the way up to, you know, we've been doing five, 10 million, and we're looking for a team that can come up with our next big uh, campaign or strategy. And and that's that's what we love to do is, we stay lean, we stay agile. Um, we do have, you know, plans and procedures in place for making sure that we're very consistent. But ultimately, what we do is we just take the brand, the heart, the soul, we pull that out of you, we put that into a document, we usually call it your brand Bible, and everything flows downward from there. So whether we need to build you a new website, do your social media, help you reach your local community through an every door direct mailer or heck you want to run an in-store exciting new campaign come up with something no one's ever done before we're all we're all ears and we're ready to rock on that so um yeah our our, our client if, if you here's our client and this is going to be different than what you typically hear brian we want people that love and understand that marketing is beyond lead gen. And I say that for two reasons. One, because it sounds really good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, uh, I, I say it because it, it does sound good, right? Like there's so much more to marketing than lead gen and we firmly believe that. And, and two, we find that the people who believe in marketing are the people that we can do the best work for. So that's who we're looking to connect with. And I'll give you a great example of uh, a time where we just 
connected or vibed with a customer and really knocked it out of the park. One of my oldest customers, his name's Andy. He runs a, a high-end landscaping and co- contracting company out of northern Illinois. And he came to me, and he'd been stagnant for years. I mean, we're talking 10 years, hadn't moved the needle up. And we met, um, I, I don't know if I can say, you might have to bleep me out, at a BNI meeting. Uh, <laughs> we met at a BNI meeting that we were both guests at. And he walked up to me afterwards and said, I need 20 minutes of your time. We sat down. I did not speak for 45 minutes. This man poured out the heart and soul of his company. And boy, let me tell you, it was impressive. The amount of love and passion that he had that people weren't getting access to. Tremendous. I mean, overflowing. All he wanted was for everybody to have what he did. And so we got together and we went back to ground zero for him. We rebuilt website, branding, messaging, everything from the ground up. And he went that day, what was that, five, five-ish years ago from doing yeah, right around a million dollars a year with his business this year, he's breaking $10 million, and we're not slowing down. In fact, he just hired on an entire new division and bought another company so that he can keep his brand growing and going. Um, and I can tell you the best part about the whole thing, we haven't changed our plan, our package, or our pricing a single time in that entire run. It's been the same plan and strategy from day one. I love it. Great, great job on and kudos for keeping good to the the price package. But I think he does need an upgrade, though. Just oh, he definitely owes me some extra money, Andy. If you're watching, you need to pay me more. <laughs> I love it. So we have. Uh, I hope I pronounce right. Midhat Nargis Bakari saying hello. But uh, more importantly, <laughs> she says I own a technology company as well. And then she later said, and marketing has been my passion for the past eight years so you're in the right place and then we have kishore molete saying hi team hello i hope i'm saying your name right as well kishore so thank you for coming on both from linkedin we have youtube on this is a lot of fun and marketing is fun i always call light uh, marketing the lifeblood of a business and i always am like amazed when any company whenever they downsize what department is usually the first one to go? Marketing. It's like, why? <laughs> you just cut off your own leg. You can only run on one, and then literally you cut off both of them. There's just you're not going to go anywhere without marketing. That's getting eyeballs to your business. It's getting interest. Um, my goodness. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you're a, a film fan, but there, there's an old movie um, called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh yeah. And there's a famous line from the the movie that says. The husband is the head, but the wife, the wife is the neck, and she turns which way the head looks. You know that that well, that's sales and marketing. Sales is the head, but marketing turns the way the head looks. <laughs> and the great thing is, if anything is ever needs fixing, all you need to do is pull out that bottle of Windex and give it a spray. <laughs> I wish marketing was that easy. <laughs> 
So Jake the Wizard is the Windex that you need for your marketing company. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's too many metaphors. We could have fun with this. Oh, my goodness. I go for days. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might just do that. Be careful what you say out loud there. That's pretty good. So uh, it sounds like you have a team involved. I do, yeah. Fantastic and, team. Oh, that's fantastic. And what does that tell me instantly? That tells me you have built an amazing culture. To instantly say that about your team, I'm going to bet they say the same thing about you, the leader, because you've probably developed a very uh, engaging culture, one that is rewarding. For them Absolutely. Work every day. So maybe tell us a little bit about how you do that. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> we could talk about marketing while we talk about this at the same time. I'm a big believer in empathy, and this is actually a lesson that took me a long time to learn. I always thought the business was not empathetic, that business was cold and calculated. And being a marketer, one of the things that you learn is that you have to connect with people. That's what marketing is. You're building connections. You're building connections between a brand and a person. And along the way, there's going to be products and services, but there's a relationship there. And that relationship needs to be empathetic. Even if the customer isn't empathetic to you as a business, you need to be empathetic to them. And so I was forced to learn empathy as a leader. And uh, from that, you, you really find out how to work with people in a way where they forget they work for you. Yes. And that's the culture I've always strived to work for in internally, which is open door, come to me with questions. Most of my team, I trained myself. I brought them in as junior and I trained them up. Now we're getting to the point where that's probably not that much feasible anymore. But that being said, we won't treat them any differently. Um, but uh, yeah, so things that can manifest in my operations in that empathetic way. We don't have any PTO policy. We don't have any vacation policy. Our policy is this. You work when you work. You play when you play, and if there's an interruption to either of those, we need to fix it. And so, you know, we constantly, we will get done with work early. My guys take Friday off if they can. And if the work needs to get done, and you know what? I need an extra two hours Saturday morning. They don't bat an eye. They hop up. They knock it out. So... It, it, it's a culture of camaraderie, camaraderie all the way through where my team knows. I mean, here's another thing. This might be a bad idea. So take this one with a grain of salt, y'all. Okay? This is an untested theory. Everyone on my team knows the finances. And so now they're all personally responsible for their part of the project. And they know that if they don't do X, Y, and Z... There isn't money to pay Peter or Paul, you know? So, again, I am not a financial expert. There is no warning at the bottom for investments. This is... This is, <laughs> this is a great... Uh, and we have a lot in common with that, Jake. I, I don't go as far as the finances part, but um, I open the door to everything. I, I, I open the meetings by 
letting my team know what I have been working on as far as looking for new business, forming joint ventures, things that no other, I mean, I, I came from the corporate world. They don't tell you any of that stuff, none of it. You know, what's going on behind the scenes. And they don't give you that feeling that you truly are part of the team. You're, you're a team member, but mm -hmm. not of their team, of the team of employees around you. And right. So, you're a resource. We yeah, don't feel that way. Exactly. And there's no resources never, on my team. Yeah. One thing I, I refuse to ever say is that somebody works for me. I say you work with me. You mm -hmm. are a team. And if somebody messes up, I don't smack them around. I don't berate them. I, I'm not even wired to do that. But rather than do that, if I know they put in the effort and they were trying and they weren't just you know slacking off, which they always are trying because of the similar culture that you've developed. And I just say, great. You now know what mistake you made. We're not going to go back and even fix that mistake because that was in the past. If it's something that you don't have to go back and fix, mm -hmm. let's now just go forward. And I know that because you don't like making mistakes, you probably will never make that again. Keep going. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Absolutely. On the back for the effort you put in. Don't kick yourself in the butt for the, the mistake that was made. It's done. There's nothing we can do about it now. It's okay. I am. A, I'm not a leadership coach. I am a leader, but I'm not a leadership coach. But I will say one thing that I have found that I feel like. If you want to have employees that will never leave you, there is one thing you can do. And that is fall on the sword for them. Yeah. You fall on a sword for an employee one time, they will never, ever forget that. Because you can guarantee as sick as you are as the business leader over whatever it was, that employee is 10 times yeah. more sick and ill. And when you walk in there, and not only do you not, you know, rip them apart, although you might do a little bit of that behind a closed door, just to get your point across or, or learn something, publicly, you take the bullet, you take the blame, you eat the loss, you fix the problem for them, they're in for life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's simple to take the... To, to for leaders to take this to heart, to just say, look, it's your company, therefore you must take cause for whatever occurs in your company. It's your company. So it's like that person that's on your team could be like the arm on your body. It's your body, you're controlling that arm and you are telling it what to do. And it, I always take it and I say, okay, that means my instructions or my training were not adequate. Please <laughs> let's go over that and let tell me how I failed you. Uh, extreme ownership, Jocko Willink, I think. No, I, I no? probably read it. <laughs> I was about to say, is it on your book list? <laughs> it will be now. I, I, I probably have read Extreme Ownership. The name, I'm a name, like, you know what I mean, Fred? I can't remember the name of the guy next to <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's one of my Achilles heels, honestly. I can shake your hand if I never met you. As soon as, you know, we, we exchange names, as soon as we separate, I've forgotten it. Crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, what was that guy's name again? It's oh like, my goodness! You walk by, by him again. You know how it goes. You go, sup? <laughs> Are you a faces guy though? Because I could remember someone's face for like ten years. Yes. Name? I don't even know all my cousins' names. Like, I love them to death, but <sighs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I know I'm much uh, your elder, but I think we were separated at birth at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, hey, you know, we're both ex-18-year-olds. <laughs> yes, nice inside <laughs> joke there. That was good. All right. <laughs> so, um, fantastic. Oh, my gosh, what time is it? 
oh, we're doing good. We got like 12 minutes to go. And, and don't worry, um, there's no studio time being paid for. Uh, can you imagine doing this back in the day? Oh, man, the amount of money that was spent just to do something like we're doing right now. <laughs> the time limit to boot, the stress, the pressure. This is beautiful. I love technology. It's um, amazing. Yeah. So, you, so you've been through corporate, you, I mean, to the to the nth, I mean, working for a government entity, which I have done, and I know that those can be the most suffocating environments you could ever uh, work in. You know, there's very little room for creativity. It's very regimented. <laughs> and you've been through all that. So how did this transition occur? I mean, did you just wake up and say, well, I got to do this marketing thing, and you know what, I'm just going to throw away that income and start my own business. I mean, was that an easy transition? Did you do it slowly? How did that come about? I have a fantastic story here, but I'll, I'll answer your question first because I feel like the question is its own thing. Um, I am a creative person and I am also a logical person. I am one of those people who straddles the line left to right brain, if you want to call it that way, which I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs fall in that cat one degree or another. And, and uh, you know, we could have another conversation that uh, I don't actually know that I'd call myself an entrepreneur anymore. That's a whole nother thing we can dive into later. But um, uh, as it stands, I, I need to express. I just stagnate. And marketing is this beautiful blend of so many different mentalities and, and areas of thought and study and... It brings it all together for me. And so it, it kind of was a natural outlet. I never had any plans for it. I didn't go to college for it. I just happened to fall into it. And it's it's been a great ride ever since. And it has its ups and downs. I, I, I Everybody goes through their slumps, right? You know how that goes. And, and it's hard as a marketing person because when you slump as a marketing person, you, you struggle to produce good marketing. So... Um, but to answer your question about giving up the money of a corporate job and walking away, my last job that I held before I started my business, I was a marketing director for an IT firm. So I took the knowledge that I knew from, from my military days and married it with marketing. It was a very easy, easy job for me. Um, and I came up with this amazing campaign, which if you've ever developed a marketing campaign, they're not low effort. <laughs> they're high effort. And I developed this whole thing. I put it in a binder. I mean, you remember those three ring binders and you oh. pop it and you page protect. I was, it was good. It was good. Well. <laughs> and so I walk into my boss's office because I reported directly to the owner and I said, all right, Jeff, check this thing out. And I had the whole thing listed out, and the last page was like the budgetary plan, and it wasn't that much. Like, like in the grand scheme, if you ever worked at an IT company, there's a lot of money in IT. It wasn't that much to run the campaign. And he looked at me and went, great, where are we going to get the money for this? And I was like, well, it's a marketing campaign. So from the marketing budget, he went, well, you are the marketing budget. And I went, oh, I wasn't aware that I was the entirety of marketing budget. So that kind of shook me because I had come up with this great plan and idea and we weren't going to do it because 
of a misunderstanding of funds and responsibilities. And so the very next, I, I, I'm a fast decision maker. <laughs> the next day I walked into to Jeff's office and I gave him two pieces of paper. The first piece of paper is my resignation, okay? The second piece of paper was a quote from my brand new marketing company to do everything I was doing for his company at a third of the price. Mm. I said, well, I'll pick up, you will not notice that I don't work here anymore. I'll do everything we were already fulfilling and, and that'll be that. And uh, he looked at me and was like, that's, that's a bold choice. And I got my very first client right there on the spot. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> and ballsy. For sure. Fortune it. favors the bold, I believe. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, you know, those, that's one of the key traits of successful business is making decisions and making them fast. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean recklessly. It means you obviously had a plan. You came up with a quick and this said, this is my exit strategy right now. I'm out of here. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we got a great question in from one of our viewers. I want to bring that in. So Kishore Moletti, mm -hmm. I think is right. What are the best practices and marketing strategies that you follow? Yeah, and I'd like to piggyback on that about what I was saying about what didn't used to work or what worked 20 years ago doesn't today and vice versa. But that same thing, what is your go-to right now, number one marketing strategy that is working for you and your business if you had to choose just one? Oh, man, this is an easy answer for me, but uh, I'll give a quick back background. Um, marketing is changing by the day. I mean, by the day. It is changing, and um, as a strategist, or you know, that's what I claim to be at least. <laughs> I play one on TV. Um, it's my job to stay as far ahead of the curve as possible, and I can tell you without a doubt, if any any business, it does not matter the business, any business walks up to me and says, "I will, I want you to do one marketing." thing for me, what are you going to do to make me all the money? And I would say, you need to be producing video content on TikTok and YouTube. I think that that is the number one thing that a business can do right now. And it, I don't even think it's close to the next one. That's pretty interesting for sure. I can see. So... There, there are things, uh, I'm, I'm analytical too, and I go into the details and I, I start thinking, okay, what if that individual just started TikTok, has five followers, and maybe they just started YouTube and they have three subscribers, who's gonna see this video content or how will they get their eyeballs to it? So this is the hardest part with that strategy. It is not overnight. It is a, it is a strategy you must commit to but I'll give you my personal experience. I run a marketing agency, as we've all discussed for the last hour. <laughs> I have tried everything under the sun from my agency. I am omni-channel and I am a strategist. We have done ads, pay, um, SEO, better websites, backlink building, uh, PR press releases. Um, we've done mailers and apparel. 
less than one year ago, I started our TikTok account for the company. I have produced on average 1.2 videos a day. As of today, I have 30,000 followers, which again, does not sound terribly big when you think of some of the big people out there like Kim Kardashian or whatever. It's plenty. But I have nearly 5X'd my business since I've started doing that. I have cut every other marketing channel for my business from a, a funds perspective. And I physically cannot keep up with my calendar. That's that's enough right there to let anybody know. Um, I love the fact. So there are very few people. There are some, but there are very, very few that call what you just did. The number one go to marketing strategy. The, the number one go-to I get all the time, and I also am a firm believer in it being a very powerful one, is personal relationships. The thing with that is, is it takes a very long time to nurture and develop with the strategy you're talking about. It may take some time in the beginning, but once the momentum is hit, then it's self-sustaining with personal relationships. They kind of, the growth remains linear because you only have so much time in the day to establish relationships. So. This is really hitting me home deep. And and, and the beautiful part of it is that it uses what, what we call the friends methodology, which is when you watch somebody or somebody something many, many, many times, you feel like they're your friend, right? You, oh, you yeah. watched friends for years. If you bumped into Phoebe on the street, you would feel like you could strike up a conversation with her. Um, all of my calls, I'm not selling. They already want to work with me. They're convinced. We're just two friends having a good chat. And it's the best thing I've ever done for my business. Ooh, I got another great question. We're getting near the end, but I, oh, I got to let Robert Silverman <laughs> back in. He said, is there any special software required to create TikTok content? Can you just use a smartphone? Absolutely. My encouragement is this. Whatever you device you have access to, that can record video and audio. That is all you need. That being said, let's give some extra context. I use a tool called Descript on the PC to edit all of my videos. It is a text-based editor. So if you have no experience editing videos, guess what? Can you edit a, a Google Word doc? Then you can edit your videos with Descript. Um, outside of that, one thing that people mess up is half a video is audio. Don't have bad audio. If you yeah. need to go get some Apple earbuds or something that sounds real nice, do that. Yeah, and they have some fantastic uh, Bluetooth lapel mics that are wireless, and they are like extremely high quality and get a nice big fat windsock to put on in case you live out where Robert does, because I know, because I just came from there. Uh, he's the amazing <laughs> guy who's helping us unload our house there. So I'm thinking, Robert, I can, I can envision you out in front of my, well, still my house as of today, uh, shooting a video about, you know, all the things we went through, right? When we went through a lot, Robert knows this very well. That would be great because it was a lot of pain. It was a lot of pain. And I know Robert learned some stuff that he even told me, he said, I'm never going to do that again. That would be a perfect, uh, ideal content or a subject for a video is like here's what not to do learn this lesson <laughs> and this is what you can do and he didn't know this had never happened before ever 
in, in all of the, his walk of real estate, he's very, very astute and knows his industry very well. But this was an outlier. But, you know, you never forget these things. And Absolutely. it's not his fault at all. <laughs> not at all. And uh, he's been just phenomenal. And I could just I can envision that. And so what we're talking about a minute or less. Or is that the key on TikTok? Uh personal stat here and i've studied a bunch of tiktok channels to come up with this stat the longer the video the more views wow. that's new that's changed from five months ago i'm telling you <laughs> five months ago you go back if you go over a minute your views fall off a cliff but the last five months we've seen a trend the longer the video the better wow. the views that's see this is one of the reasons I'm talking to everybody else now that you want to get in touch with this amazing guy named Jake. He's called the wizard for a reason. Yeah. Yes. Jake, the wizard. He is the man, the myth. The legend. <laughs> and so that's the one of the things, I mean, there are so many things to take care of in business. I mean, it's un unbelievable how many things there's a lot of balls to juggle. If you could just outsource, the biggest part of it, the marketing, to someone who knows what they're doing, someone's got their finger on the pulse, who's doing that, like SEO. Ah, I mean, that stuff <laughs> changes every other day. Oh, I love it. Give, give me all the SEO. I'll, rah, that's my yeah, favorite. I mean, that's a full-time job for a team, most teams, for SEO to keep on top of that. <laughs> that's the beauty of having someone to go to, like Jake and his company, and uh, definitely. So we're going to get into how to contact you. I got two gifts to give away, and we have we have still some more to go. And uh, a final question to end the show because we're at the end. I just noticed. Oh my gosh, this is a, a good sign, Jake. So that means you said it. The longer the video, the better. That's why we're going to go. Ahead Absolutely. No I'm kidding. So um, <laughs> so uh, let's see, the gifts. So you have a gift, and we have a gift. So everyone watching live, right now, you can you can enter to win a five night stay at a five-star luxury resort nearly anywhere in the world and it's 100% compliments of actually my company reach your peak LLC is the sponsor and all you have to do is enter to win and now I'm gonna put up a web address on the screen you just have to promise me that you won't go there right now and enter <laughs> right now you have to promise me that you're gonna write it down as I said in the opening and then enter after literally after the show is over we will be monitoring it we will know so don't worry about that. So if you promise, I'm going to put it up on the screen. I know everybody's raising their right hand saying, I promise, I swear. And so we're going to pull that up real quick, and then we'll get to Jake's even more valuable gift in just a minute. So to enter to win, write this down. The URL you want to write down, this is if you're watching live, ryp.im forward slash vacation. ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. Write that down, and then... Go to it, enter to win after the show is over. Cannot wait to see who that lucky individual is. And now to the big prize, the big giveaway, the <laughs> big buildup to this amazing resource. I will let the man, the myth, the legend, the wizard himself take it away and explain what this beauty is. Absolutely. Well, hey, um, as, uh, as it was introduced earlier in the show, um, I do run a marketing community called Full Velocity Marketing. You can access that at fullvelocitymarketing.com. And this link right here is a invite 
to get seven days of premium access to uh, the community. That includes my group calls, which you're happy to hop on and get some great feedback. I'll work with you directly or whoever's in the group, as well as my entire course is available. So go there and eat it up in seven days, because I know you can. It's it's not that brutal, but it's a, a 90 day marketing strategy development course. So by the end of it, you'll have an amazing marketing strategy for the next 90 days of your business. So uh, like I said, there's the link and uh, it will give you seven days in there. And if you decide to hang out and stick around, happy to have you. All right. That link for those of you listening on podcasts that don't see a screen is bit.ly. So that's bit.ly forward slash free FVM, free F as in Frank, VM. So that's for full velocity marketing, the FVM. So it's bit.ly forward slash free FVM, all lowercase, all together. That is where you go to enter that. And your main website, real quick, is what is it again? I don't know. Could we see it on the screen right now? <laughs> yeah, the wizard.marketing is going to be my agency site if you want to work with us or uh, you just want to poke me and say hi. Happy to have you. The wizard.marketing, not .com, not .ai, not .io, not .eieio. It is .marketing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you are literally, this is the first time I've seen anyone that has a website that ends in .marketing. It's so fitting. The Wizard Marketing It's the name <laughs> of the business. It's beautiful. So good job. Kudos on that one. And this is, of course, Mr. Jake Talapic. And we are going to ask him, a final question to close out the show. Are you, this is, this is phenomenal, Jake. So I ask this question of every guest that I have on the show. I've done this now for several years. This show has been running for almost five years. I didn't do this all the time in the beginning. It came about quite by chance because I would ask this question on occasion and I started realizing and noticing, whoa, these answers are freaking profound. They are amazing. <laughs> and it just was like, okay, I decided I'm going to end every show with the same question. Any idea, Mr. Marketing Wizard, what I'm going to do with all of those answers to this question? Just a quiz. You don't, I'm not going to put you on the spot if you're wrong. Any idea what I might do with those? Uh, I hope you cut them up and make TikTok videos. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and we will do that. But beyond that, we're going to take a collection of them and make a collaborative book out of them. Yes, it's powerful uh, because each individual such as yourself is a successful business person. I'm not going to call you an entrepreneur because you said you might not be one uh, <laughs> a successful business person. And people are really curious about what successful people say in reaction to this amazing question. So a little bit of build up there, just a little. So. With that, Jake, the wizard Telepic, are you ready? I am so ready. Of course, you're, you were born ready, weren't you? <laughs> All right. Jake Telepic, how do you define success? Success is when your effort reaches the joy level that you wanted output. Boom. 
That's going to be a very short chapter in the book. Do you want to expand? Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, success is when the effort you put in gets you back what you wanted. Um, and that can manifest in many different ways. I always like to think of it as joy. Some people think of it as comfort. Some people think of it as uh, security. But whatever it is that you are aiming at, whenever you've put in the right amount of effort to achieve that, that's success. Mm, got to love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are an amazing individual. I am so glad that our mutual friend referred you to come onto this show. Uh, name again? Uh, Evan? Evan Messman? Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes, Evan. Go check him I, out I, for sure. Yes, and fantastic guests in their own right, and this is uh, phenomenal. And I appreciate you for bringing such incredible value to the show on probably my favorite topic in all business, marketing. <laughs> and it's absolutely evident to me that you know what you're doing, that you've built a phenomenal culture and a phenomenal team as a result. And that is, to me, that means a lot as a potential client when I'm looking at a company. I kind of want to know what's going on under the hood. Is it is it a tyrant that's cracking a whip? Obviously, you are not that. You are just the opposite of that. Or We're here to vibe. Like, that's our that? goal. We're here to vibe. Yes. <laughs> and you're one of those that lifts other people up and puts them on a pedestal and gives them the breathing room to take time off if they feel they've got their jobs done. And that's just phenomenal. Not many people or organizations work that way. So kudos to you. And if you, I think you mentioned you're gonna be growing and hiring more people, or did I get that wrong? Absolutely, by the week at this point. It's, it's kind of crazy. And can people work from their home or do they need to come in physically or is it a combination of both? Uh, <laughs> you're looking at headquarters right now. Um, no, absolutely. Everyone on my team is remote at this point. Uh, we do have a virtual office we hang out at, but um, I I like it that way. So for everyone watching, if you want a, a cush job that working with a great leader, and by cush, I don't mean you get to take it easy. You're going to have to work we hard. We work hard. We work hard. But you love what you do because you have leadership and a culture that Jake puts forth uh, for his entire team. So that means so much. I mean, I've been through the other side of the gamut. I've watched his friends, uh, manager friends of mine, berate uh, their employees <laughs> in front of everybody. And it was just like, what are you doing? So uh, thank you. I'll, I'll give one last plug for your books. I don't know if you have six types of working genius on there. But if, if you're an enablement type, please let me know. I could use you. <laughs> there you go. Jake has made the call. So you call him. Oh. You know what? And you have an email address. Let me throw that up real quick. Uh, it is right there. So if you want to get in touch with them, uh, either for a job interview or if you want to talk to him about becoming potentially a client of his, you can tell he's pretty easy going. I don't think there'll be any high pressure sales pitch going on. Jake at thewizard.marketing. Can't get much easier than that. Jake at thewizard.marketing. Oh, goodness sakes. Jake Talap, thank you so very much for coming on tonight. You've been an Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's it for tonight. On behalf of this amazing young man, I am the host, Brian Kelly, of the Mind Body Business Show. <laughs> and we will be back again very, very soon. So if you did not watch this live, if you're listening after the fact, watching the recording, and you'd like to participate with us live, maybe win that vacation stay, 
all you have to do is go to the mind body business show very short url.com the mind body business show.com and there are buttons throughout that page scroll down click any one of them and you can register to get notified when we go live it comes out to you five minutes before we go live you click the link you're watching and you can engage and you can enter to win the next vacation stay and be privy to these amazing gifts like the such that jake gave out so be sure to do that until next time please do two things everyone number one go out and crush it with your business so you can serve more people and help them become more successful and then number two above any and all things please be blessed that is it for us tonight take care and we'll see you again next time so long jake thanks so bye much. thanks thank you for tuning in to the mind body business show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.